0: guys, welcome back to the Road
1: to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Giglio. I'm Mindong. 57 days until the 2021 2022 season begins. Yes, sir.
0: And we're back for another episode. Uh, unfortunately, we cannot get the back to back out on Sunday. Uh, it was called, it was, uh, sorry, NFL Day. And uh, we both played each other in fantasy. I unfortunately lost. So, uh, congrats to you. You beat me at one thing. But uh, yeah, just moving on today with another conference preview. Next up, for today, the Missouri Valley Conference, like you talked about, Arch Madness, baby. What a great season it was last year for this conference. Two bids actually got into the March Madness Tournament. Uh, Lowell Chicago, obviously, with a fantastic run as the ninth seed beating Illinois, uh, as the one seed, uh, probably one of the best games of that uh, this past season. And also Drake, the uh, underdog story. They uh, had a very good run themselves. They beat um, U- uh, so, not USC, Wichita State in that first four game and then lost to USC in the first round. But hey, two bit MVC, so very good stuff. Just looking forward to another great year with this conference.
1: Yeah, of course. And football Sunday, obviously a great day uh, for the sports world. Obviously, my Steelers won as well. Uh, you your Patriots, unfortunately, tough loss. But, yeah, all that matters is fantasy football. I beat you, and I'm coming for the rest of the league. So the rest of the league, you guys better watch out. I know you guys are making fun of me on how I approached the, the draft, but I'm 1-0, and I'm, I'm ready to win the league. <laughs>
0: Yeah, bold word for you. It's a long season ahead, uh, just like this college basketball season. So, uh, yeah, but uh, without further ado, let's just get things started with this Missouri Valley Conference Preview. Uh, Ten teams in today's episode. A uh, very good conference, though. Do not get me wrong. And uh, you got a bold statement here in your uh, little spiel. We'll probably get to that at the end of the episode with your hashtag. Uh, we'll probably start a new trend with this hashtag. But, uh, yeah, for those of you do not know by now, get with the program. But I'll give you some slack still once again. Player of the Year, Dark Horse, teams 10-1 to 1 in today's conference. Preview. So excited. This is a very underrated conference. One of the best mid-major conferences, though, in college basketball. So let's just get started with your uh, my Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Year.
1: Yeah, going on a big limb here. Huge bounce-back season for this guy. A.J. Green of Northern Iowa. Uh, last year, only played in three games uh, before uh, ending his season due to a hip injury. In those three games, 22 points, six rebounds, three assists. And that that that's that's pretty good. And two years before that, twenty points, three assists, three rebounds. And two years ago, he, two years ago, he's actually the uh, the player of the year in this conference as well. So I think he's gonna he's gonna be player of the year for a second time in in two in three years. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I mean, if there's definitely a comeback player of the year award, uh, AJ Green definitely deserves that one. Uh, what a great turnaround he had! Uh, it was very unfortunate to see him leave this last season, obviously with. The hip injury, but uh, just glad to see him come back for one final year, uh, showing he has unfinished business left at Northern Iowa. Definitely huge respect to AJ Green for coming back, and I think Northern Iowa is going to be a pretty solid team this upcoming season as well. My player of the year, though, a different player in mind. I got Isaiah Mosley here from Missouri State. Very good, very good season he had last year. Kind of sprang out of nowhere. Kind of a big surprise to this conference. 20 points per game, six and a half rebounds, three assists per game this past season. We're we'll going to hopefully elevate those numbers and hopefully bring Missouri State to a clear uh, top one or two team in this conference. They're very good last year, but they definitely have some unfinished business themselves. Uh, with a lot of guys coming back from that squad, so I'm definitely excited to see what Missouri State and Mosley have in company this season.
1: Mm-hmm. My dark horse, Loyola Chicago. You don't want to sleep on this team. We've slept on this team way too much uh, the past five or so years. Same exact team minus uh, the goat Cam Cudwig and the coach Porter Moser. Who's their coach again? It was Valentine. Valentine. Yeah.
0: Beautiful memory.
1: Yeah. Uh, Denzel Valentine's brother, right?
0: I, I believe it's his brother, yes, but do not quote me on that.
1: Yeah, one of the two, but, yeah, uh, Lao Chicago, same exact team, in my opinion. Lucas Williamson is back for his fifth and final year, uh, which is a great sign to see. Only got back from the Final Four team. Do not sleep on this team. And, yeah. Multi bid Mountain West or Missouri Valley, here we come. Oh, man.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I almost mixed up Mountain West and Missouri Valley as well. Mountain West, we put them with the uh, big dogs. So, uh, we'll talk about them. Obviously, one of the last conferences we actually do. But um, Missouri Valley Conference, if they step things up this year, maybe we'll push them to the uh, high, good major conferences. Uh, They got to prove themselves this year with Camp Cutler gone. Uh, But we'll see what happens. We'll see if they can get two bid once again this upcoming season. If so, uh, let's make a note we're going to put this team with all the big dogs at the end of the conference previews. So definitely big stakes for Missouri Valley Conference. My dark horse, though, a team we have not talked about today, Southern Illinois. Run it back, Southern Illinois. Uh, top nine do return for this team. Uh, they had a pretty down season last year. I believe they finished in the bottom three in terms of conference play record. I do not know how they really panned out in the actual conference tournament. I think they pulled off an upset, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, I don't think they got too, too far in that conference tournament, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, the big piece coming in, in. Uh, that's going to be new. Ben Culpit Jr. coming in from Little Rock. If you do remember his name, he was a pretty big player to Little Rock last year and why they were so successful in their own conference. But uh, yeah, Marcus Domask comes back, averaged 16 and a half points a game last year. And Lance Jones, who averaged 13 and a half points a game last year. Uh, yeah, they're going to take the lead once again for Southern Illinois. I think this seems very underrated and definitely a team to watch out for this season in the MVC.
1: Yeah. Uh, and now we get to the main ranking, starting at number 10. Like I say, every episode, Every conference has a last place team. But surprisingly, we actually disagreed on a last place team in this conference. At number 10 for me, I have Valpo or Valparaiso. They're always a solid program. I just think they're going to have a down year this year.
0: Hey, man, you're sleeping on Valpo, I think. But uh, I do not have them uh, in my last place spot. I have them in my bottom three, though. I'll talk about them a little bit later. I do have Bradley here, though, as my last place team. Unfortunately, two stars and some bench players do return for Bradley. But it was a pretty disappointing season last year, considering what they had talent-wise. Uh, Isaiah Ch- uh, Elijah Child, excuse me, he was a very big loss to this team. He was a great player, though. But Bradley definitely ended up perform last year. We thought this team was going to be a very good and competitive team in this conference. But didn't really live up to that hype, uh, personally. Speaking, but uh, watch out though. Deshaun Henry comes back. He averaged 11 points a game off the bench last season, probably gonna be elevated as a starter. So uh, hopefully, he compensates a little bit for Elijah Childs, but uh, it's gonna be a huge loss losing Childs. So, Bradley, I think unfortunately, you're gonna take a big step back. It's gonna be a rebuild year for this Bradley Braves
1: team. Yeah, I agree. Bradley at number nine for me. Childs is gone. Defense was definitely the identity. I watched a couple Bradley games. I remember they lost to one by uh, two Missouri. And they also lost to, one by, to Xavier as well. And both games were in the high 40s. So it's a, they love playing defense there. But I think uh, offense will be the reason why they lose games this season.
0: Couldn't agree with you more. I definitely agree. Their defense is pretty stellar. But the offensive side of the game needs a little bit of work. Uh, I'm trying to think of a comparison. Maybe a, a bad offensive Virginia team. I know Virginia's kind of changed. They're a little bit better on the offensive side of the ball, but uh, in prior years, you could say maybe a, a good, a, a bad offensive Virginia team. But I know, like I said, Virginia's offense has been pretty solid the past couple of years. But let's just keep moving forward now. My number nine team, I got Illinois State right here. Two stars, some much do return for this team uh, this upcoming season. Uh, Illinois State's been down the dumps the past couple of years in the MVC, unfortunately. Uh, I believe they finished last. Uh, last year so hopefully i got them trending up in the right direction though Uh, antonio reeves the man to watch out for average 12 and a half points a game last year just need to find more scoring options and limit points allowed on defense to see this progression i think illinois state will jump up one spot this year in comparison to last year but i don't see too too much progress and just this number one year
1: yeah definitely agree with you it's been three years removed since uh their glory days they had that little stretch from 2010 to 20 2016, 2017, I'd say, where they just dominated the league with Wichita State. They were always runner-up or third place in the conference. I think that, that era is gone. And, yeah, coaching change should be up soon for Illinois State if they don't do anything this year
0: definitely agree with you there. Uh, I think the bottom three is definitely very clear though for this conference, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, my number eight team, I do have Valpo here at number eight. Uh, like you talked about two stars, the majority of the bench do return though for Valpo. It was a pretty average season. This team's a pretty average team, not too high expectations. not too low of expectations. Uh, Valpo loves to spread out the scoring. They got a lot of great scoring uh, margins. They don't really have a true, true number one option. They kind of got a lot of guys that go to somewhat to a Wisconsin team ish, but uh Definitely need to see a lot more stuff happen with this Valpo team if they can elevate their game because they did lose a lot of key pieces this offseason. So it's going to be a very interesting turnaround. But I think Valpo will finish in the bottom three, but this team, uh, they'll underestimate them. They're always pretty good year in and year out.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make a mid-episode change. Seems like a while since I've got last done one. I'm going to put Evansville at number seven. Very experienced team, but I just think they're less talented than the teams above. Still have the pieces. Uh, But teams above are in a whole new different tier
0: expect for your Smith mid-episode change I, I like the decision for you uh my number 17 is also evansville so you're copying me a little bit but it's all right evansville turns five of their top six options from last year they had a decent season but uh definitely underwhelming in terms of evansville but definitely a very good dark horse candidate uh low tier dark horse in my personal opinion uh jawan newton and shamar grievance are both coming back as the top two options both of them um, averaged nearly 13 and a half points game last year don't sleep on evansville man uh, what was that, two years ago, they upset Kentucky. Uh, that's probably the biggest moment of Evansville's uh, season or history these past five years or so. But I uh, definitely remember that Evansville upset over Kentucky, one of the best ones the past couple of years. But, uh, yeah, don't sleep when Evansville, pretty solid team in the MVC. Just need a couple more pieces to get them going.
1: Yeah, uh, that, that game against Kentucky, that was an amazing game. Fortunately, a week later, their coach gets fired, and they lose every game after that. But, yeah tough tough to be a Kentucky fan after that game but at number 6 we have Indiana state key is back he's definitely going to be an all-conference player in my opinion and so it's half the team Very decision a uh, very surprising decision uh, to make a coaching change since I thought they were a pretty solid program. If, if you're going to make a coaching change, I remember about I was saying this, you got to hire Larry Bird if you're Indiana State because, you know, Larry Bird went there That's his alma mater. So I'm surprised that they didn't hire Larry Bird. They, they did actually decided to hire someone else. But these two they're still there. They're still contenders in this conference.
0: Yeah, 100% agree with you. I wish the Larry Bird connection happened. Just uh, didn't fall through, unfortunately. But it's all right. Uh, in the SA I do we have them one spot higher. So I'll talk about them in a minute. I do have a lot of Chicago here, though, at number six. Actually, uh, I lied. Mid-episode changed for me as well. I haven't done one in a while either. Loyola Chicago moves up. Indiana State will be my number six team. Uh, I know you just talked about them. But three stars in some of the bench do return for this Indiana State team. Pretty solid season last year, but with a new coach now at Indiana State, things could get a little bit shaky. Uh, still very surprised why the coach got fired. I, bl- I I remember he was, what was he, one game short of the all-time winning record at Indiana State. Is that correct?
1: Well, one to tie, two to two to take it.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay, but uh yeah, he he just fell one game short of that record. So very unfortunate to see that happen because uh I, I, why why would you want that to happen? Uh but obviously a new return, Tyreek Key, like you said, he averaged nearly 17 points a game last year. This team's still gonna compete heavily in the NBC, but I, I think these top five teams are just a little bit more talented than this Indiana State team.
1: Yeah, this number five team, Southern Illinois for me. That's your dark horse, right? Yeah. Very experienced. Top seven are back, I believe. Top nine, actually, my bad. And, yeah, very underrated team. I want to see this team get a bid in the tournament.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see this team get a bid in the tournament, but it's just a matter of if and when they can get it done. But, uh, yeah, I do have loyal Chicago here at number five. I know you talked about them a little bit as your dark horse, but uh, definitely do not sleep on this team. The team's very good. They've been the dominant team year in and year out in this conference. But uh, it's going to be a whole new look to these reign champs. And it, it was a great run, though, last year, being Illinois. Probably one of the highlights of their season. Sister Jean, obviously one of the motors on why this team is so successful year in and year out. But uh, they do essentially return everybody but the GOAT. Cam Crutwig. Cam Crutwig, man, I don't know what he's up to nowadays, but uh, just shout out to him. I miss seeing him in a college basketball uniform, definitely, and also that amazing mustache that he had, but also Porter Moser is out, like you said, and uh, Denzel Valentine's brother is in, Coach Valentine now in, so it's going to be a new look to the Chicago's offense and defensive scheme, but uh, they do uh, returned a lot of great guys shout out to Ugak, one of my favorite players to watch uh, for Loyola Chicago don't not sleep on him and also Lucas Williamson the main guy Braden Norris also coming in do not sleep on this team Loyola Chicago can be very good but for right now I have them here at number five some other teams return a lot more key pieces with Crutwick being up for Loyola Chicago
1: yeah my opinion you have them too low and I still I have them at number four I still believe that's too low that's my dark course for a reason you just can't sleep on this team they've been so good so consistent Uh, for for many years now, and yeah, they're another contender in this conference. I hope to see them in the tournament, but yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. Obviously, this team could definitely make it to the tournament, and we've definitely put them very low, but uh, I just I just think these other teams have a good chance to crack the uh, MVC top spot. Now that Los Chicago loses their top option, so that's why we have them so low, but definitely this team is a very talented team, so do not get me wrong. They are going to be competing 100%. But now, moving to my number four team, I have Northern Iowa here. Top seven do return for Northern Iowa this upcoming season. The big news, like you said, AJ Green, your player of the year, returns after missing uh, pretty much most of last season with the hip injury uh with a healthy aj green though northern iowa definitely gonna be king in this conference uh he's a top option he's a focal point for this team so as long as he's motoring this northern iowa team's gonna motor so uh, that was the reason why they just had a really down dip year last year when AJ green got hurt but now he's back so northern iowa should be back up to standards as uh, they were a couple years ago when they had a great march madness run and also shot northern iowa I don't. I'm not gonna. Uh, we could try the year, I guess. But uh, I remember the game. They upset Texas with that amazing half-court shot. Uh, well, I don't know why. I remember all these great moments, but uh, I just do. Uh, year-wise, I'd probably guess. <laughs> I'm not gonna guess. But uh, should should I guess? Should I guess? Are you looking it up?
1: Yeah, the one week versus Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah, where you
0: hit the half-court shot. Jacobson had the half-court shot. Ben Jacobson?
1: Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. was it was it was it Texas a or Texas? It was Texas, and then they lost to Texas A&M the next. Moment. Okay, that's what I, I thought it was Texas, but uh, your guess, um, let's let's, let's try. Uh, I'm 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 guess I'm gonna guess 2014. I think I might be way off, but I don't know. 2016. It's always 2016, man. Uh, I, I guess it's always 2016. It's after 2016. Yeah, a lot happened there. I'll get one right eventually. Don't you worry. Uh, All of you watching that are doubting me, I'll get one right eventually. But, yeah, Northern Iowa here. Sorry for the rant. I got them here number four. Very good team next year, especially with DJ Green coming back healthy.
1: Yeah, it's time for my second mid-episode change because I feel like it. At number three, Missouri State. They will challenge for a bid. And an auto way too, in my opinion. All five stars are back. Like you said, Dark Horse. pieces are definitely there. Ben Culpit Jr., Little Rock, they got Oh, no, wait, wait, sorry, sorry. Missouri State, I'm talking about, I'm looking at Southern New right now. I'm looking at the stats right now. They got Isaiah Mosley. They got Gage Prim. Gage Prim was dominant in that MVC tournament. I still remember that, the past MVC tournament. But, yeah, Missouri State in my top three.
0: That's respectful. I'll talk about them later. Uh, my number three team, Southern Illinois, you kind of ranted about what they had because you're maybe looking at my side. But, uh, yeah, they run it back, essentially, top nine, do a turn, my dark horse. Uh, I can say a lot about them. But they're going to have a very good upside year. So I'm very excited to see what they can do with Ben Culpa Jr. now coming into the scene. And, uh, yeah, Marcus Domask, Lance Jones, top two options. Uh, just really need a lot more guys to step up big. And that's what hopefully Kuba Jr. will do coming in from Little Rock. So uh, Southern Illinois, sleeper team, uh, where do you have them? Do you have them five? What? Yeah, I have them five. I think it's a little too low well for them, but uh, that's just my personal opinion. Do not sleep on this team. My dark horse for a reason. Got them here at number three.
1: At number two, I'm sticking to my roots like last year. Northern Iowa at number two. I had them at number one last year. You had them at number one as well, and that was a big L. I'm, I'm going to keep them at number two. The top seven return, A.J. Green is back. This team is armed and dangerous I even remember putting them in my top 25 that's how confident I was oh I forgot about that yeah yeah for two weeks I put them in my top 25 I was very confident about this team still am and I still haven't lost confidence obviously putting them at number two and speaking of top 25s
0: now my my number two team is going to be the Drake Bulldogs remember Drake oh yeah we loved to see them in the top 25 last year and they made it uh, very happy for this Drake team, one of the last undefeated teams remaining outside Kansas – not Kansas, excuse me, Baylor and Gonzaga. But, uh, yeah, Drake unfortunately lost to Northern Chicago, so that kind of derailed that run. But, hey, still made it to March Madness, still made it uh, past Wichita State, Lost USC, but uh, hey, they made it there. So that's a lot. That's something they can say. That 64 hours only 64 teams. So only 63 other teams can say. Excuse me. But uh, six of the stops, seven do return for Drake this upcoming season. And just what a season it was, man. They do lose Joseph Youssef, though, which is the big loss. He actually transferred to Kansas. We'll talk about Kansas, obviously. I mean, you probably know what Kansas has coming in the store. But, uh, yeah, big pieces coming back, though. Saquon Hemphill coming back. Roman Penn coming back. tremel Murphy coming back. So many other lethal pieces for this Drake team. If, if uh, Hemphill stays healthy, Drake's going to be a very solid team. But he has had some health concerns, especially uh, towards the end of last season. So that's the big question mark. But Drake, definitely going to be a very talented team. Definitely going to be one or two, uh, depending on how the season goes. Nowhere else.
1: Yeah, definitely agree with you. Drake at number one, the team to beat here fringe top 30 team in my opinion everybody's back except Yusefu they also had a top 100 recruit as well which is very interesting to see and yeah Drake is the team to beat I think if this team loses the auto bid they're gonna get a bid
0: yeah I definitely could see this being a two bid with Drake and I think my number one team definitely could get an auto bid as well my number one team A new champ is in town, hopefully for the MVC. Missouri State is my number one team in this conference. All five stars, some bench players do return for this Missouri State team. Man, oh man, I do love this team this upcoming season. If I'm not mistaken, I believe this team was my dark horse last year. Uh, I could be very heavily mistaken. But uh, Isaiah Mosley comes back, averaged 20 points a game. Gage Prim averaged 17 points a game. That dude was on a tear, like you said, in Arch Madness for this conference. And big question, the supporting cast. I think Missouri State... They, could, they do have a, a little bit better of sporting cast this year than last. So that could be the uh, piece that drives them over the top uh, against some of these other very talented teams. Also, a very under-the-radar under transfer, Interconference transfer, Donovan Clay from Valpo. He was the second option for Valpo last year. He's now coming to Missouri State. So it could be a very lethal piece for Missouri State coming probably off the bench. So do not sleep on this Missouri State team. I got them here at number one. And this might be the first time they're dancing uh, ever in their team's history. Could be very wrong with that, but I feel like it could be that uh i could be right about that but uh yeah missouri State here my number one team going dancing hopefully uh in the arch madness
1: bracket you're muted my friend i know i'm muted that brings us to the question of the day how many bids would a missouri valley conference receive
0: yes that's the big question of the day and my answer is i don't know i feel like I, I, you're very bold with your answer. I'm not going to go to that extent. I feel like it, it's definitely going to be two, hopefully. I would love to see personally a 3 bid Missouri Valley Conference this year, especially the American kind of losing some of their talent I feel like the MVC could definitely steal a bid from one of these other conferences that gets multi-bids, but I think it's probably very unrealistic. Uh, Two-bid could definitely be realistic. I think three's a little bit out of the realm of possibility, but I would love to see it happen, but it's just a matter of how other teams pan out in their seasons and really the non-conference schedule for all these teams. I don't really know what it's looking like, to be honest, with some of these top-heavy hitters, but if they get the wins in the non-conference schedule, they could definitely get a three-big conference stop. Not with ease, but I think that it definitely could be possible for this team, for this conference to have three bids. But I really do think two is going to be realistic, maybe even just the one. But we'll see what happens, and we'll see how the non-conference pans out for a lot of these teams.
1: Definitely agree with you. Uh, I believe there's going to be at least – a it's consistently a multi-bid tournament. uh, Yeah, multi-bid conference. That's what I'm trying to say. I can't speak – today for some reason they're always a multi-bid conference I think they're getting at least two I want them to get three if you look at all the college basketball teams in Iowa Drake is clearly the top team in Iowa right now Northern Iowa is the second best team Iowa and Iowa State are are third and fourth (laughs) what what, what do you think about that take Uh, you know it's not it's not a bad take to be honest so uh (laughs) I'm, I'm
0: yeah I'm gonna ride with you with that one
1: yeah and Missouri State is it's probably the best team in Missouri. Would Would you agree with that? Nah, I don't know about that one. But uh,
0: they're definitely top top three. But uh, I don't know. I feel like Missouri is looking pretty all right still, even with all their losses. But uh, I don't know. We should definitely do that one episode, the best team in each state before we start the season. That would take a long time, but uh, that'd be a cool idea. So uh, we've been doing it a lot. But uh, I just got to remember who's in what state. Uh, I'm sorry, Yale. Uh, who was it? Who Who I Who would I make fun of? Sacred Heart. No, no, no. Uh, Fairfield. 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 I'm sorry, Fairfield, once again for uh, saying the wrong state. I know you're in Connecticut, not Rhode Island. I apologize. But uh yeah, but yeah, that'd be a cool idea. But uh yeah, we got we don't know if we have the time for that, but if we do, we'll definitely get to it. But uh, I don't know if Missouri State's the best team in Missouri. Uh, they're definitely second if best, but they could be definitely first. But we'll see what happens. We'll see if they can prove themselves this upcoming season.
1: Yeah, you definitely get the point though, and let's start the movement. Hashtag five bid MVC.
0: Hashtag 5 bit MVC, baby. But uh, yeah, I feel like it is all today's episode, though. The next conference up, uh, one that hits close to your home, the NEC is coming up next conference. And uh, we, we know who your number one team is going to be. And that's probably going to be mine as well, to be honest. But uh, you can see the post a little bit in the back of your background. But uh, yeah, you want to show it to
1: him? Yeah, of course I'll show it to him. Bryant Bulldogs, obviously playing the NEC. Uh, so. They're good this year as well. Like I said, we were, we were, one episode, we were also ranking the best teams around. Let's go back to those rankings. Number one is Bryant. Number two is Brown. Number three is, I don't know, PC and URI could tie for third. Wow. One one is Bryant and Brown is two. PC and URI, they had a tie for third. I don't I don't know much about those teams right now. I got to do some more research. Uh, we might have to get
0: John McEwen back on to make his case about the best <laughs> team in Rhode Island. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like that could definitely be a very cool idea, the best team in every state before we start the season. We'll definitely get to that eventually sorry, if things Alaska. go right. What's up?
1: Sorry, Alaska.
0: Yeah, sorry, Alaska. And, I mean, Idaho, I mean, I guess we can do you, but there's only, I believe, one team in that conference or state. There's two, yeah, Idaho and Idaho State. So, not going to be a really good race. But, uh, yeah. Uh, That NEC is up next. Going to be a very exciting conference. Probably get to that one on probably Thursday. We probably should have a special guest on Wednesday, so definitely stay tuned for that. Just got to finalize the schedule with him. But, uh, yeah, 57 days till the season begins. Just so, so excited to get back to the college basketball season. It's been fun ranting about the offseason and who ends up where. But when it's all said and done, uh, we just get the bragging rights, and that's why we do this podcast for bragging rights also, but just to have fun and also just cover uh, probably the best sport in the world college basketball we were having a debate with our buddies yesterday college basketball or the nba playoffs? No question. It's college basketball. If some, if some of you are watching this, what are you thinking about the NBA playoffs being better than the March Madness tournament? You know Let's you are call him out right here. now.
1: Call him out right now. Say his name right now. No, no, no. I won't call him out, but if you're watching this, you know. and uh, I
0: might make this the clip on Twitter, so you can all see this. Uh, college, they think that NBA playoffs are much better than March Madness. I don't know what you're thinking. Uh you, you must be delusional in the head. No, but I'm just kidding. But a college basketball definitely more superior when it comes to March Madness. The best tournament in the world. That's why we cover it, and that's why we just just love the sport of college basketball
1: yeah he must not like college basketball because he knows his program is, is not as good as other programs you know what I mean
0: I know what you mean but we won't call him out on that one but uh, yeah 57 days till the season begins though and uh NEC is up next but yeah that is all we have for today's episode thank you guys for tuning in as always
1: and it's always March baby It's always March baby thank you guys for tuning in